Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If I was a better... Challenge. Four minutes past the hour here in our nation's capital. Youngster Charger with Lanelle Willingham taking you up to 10 o'clock here on the final football Friday of the year. Getting you ready for Eagles and Chiefs on Sunday. Super Bowl 57 set to be a slobber knocker. We'll try to help you win some money here. It's my gambling staple called If I Was a Better. Our first well, really, I guess I'll give it to you in the gambling stuff, right? Eagles and Chiefs. Eagles consider the home team. They are one-and-a-half-point favorites via our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I gave you the tail of the tape earlier. The game of football is won within the trenches. This Eagles offensive line and defensive line, I expect them to have their fingerprints all over this one. Give me the Eagles minus... One and a half. I like the spread. I think the Eagles get it done. And really, it's going to come down to how well the Kansas City Chiefs are able to run the football. If they have to drop Patrick Mahomes back 40 to 45 times, that is a recipe for disaster when it comes to this Kansas City Chiefs offense. This Eagles defense, 70 sacks during the season. They get after the quarterback. And if Patrick Mahomes isn't 100%, Look out. I like the Eagles, though. Minus one and a half. A couple props that I really, really like. A couple props that I really like that I think are a slam dunk lock uh, to end up hitting here. We'll start with an anytime touchdown score. Right? Normally, these are really tricky when you're talking about anytime touchdown scores. Give me Travis Kelsey, though. Uh, He's got really good odds at minus 125. Uh, to score in this football game. Uh, I think he is going to be the focal point of this Kansas City offensive attack on Sunday. I think he ends up scoring a touchdown. Another prop the FanDuel is off. Will there be any player in the Philadelphia Eagles Chiefs game to have 100 receiving yards? Give me the no. I'm going to go no. Great value for the no at plus 235. And here's why. When you look at the Eagles' defense, I don't think Patrick Mahomes in this offense is going to be able to get off the way that they want to. And then on the flip side for the Eagles, if they're playing from 
ahead with a lead. I think it bodes well for them to keep this thing on the ground. A lot of Miles Sanders, a lot of Boston Scott, a lot of Kenneth Gainwell, a lot of Jalen Hurts. I think Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown end up getting the short end of the stick. From a yardage standpoint, I think that the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs both will fail to have a 100-yard receiver uh, in Sunday's contest. I want to go to the quarterbacks here. I mentioned the matchup between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and how explosive I expected to be. Patrick Mahomes passing yards via our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Currently set at 294 and a half. Give me the under. Give me the under, and here's why. This Chiefs defense has not seen, excuse me, this Chiefs offense has not seen a defense like the Philadelphia Eagles all season long. The closest thing was their division rival in the Denver Broncos, and they don't have an offense to, to help out that defense. This pass rush of the Eagles, man, I expect them to really pin their ears back and have a dominant impact on this game. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love everything that he does. But I gave you all the numbers earlier. He just does not perform for whatever reason. He does not perform his best in the big game. I think that streak and trend continues. Uh, Give me Patrick Mahomes under on the passing yards. Let's go to some rushing yards here. Because this is where it can get interesting. I want to look at Kenneth Gainwell. His line is set at 19 and a half. That's it. 19 and a half is the line set for Kenneth Gainwell via our friends at FanDuel. 19 and a half rushing yards. That was probably my favorite prop. Maybe of the entire playoffs. And here's why. Can I give you some numbers on Kenneth Gainwell in his last three starts? The NFC Championship, 14 carries, 48 yards. The NFC Divisional Round game against the Giants, 12 carries, 112 yards. In the season finale against the Giants, five carries, 35 yards. Kenneth Gainwell, since the postseason has started, has gotten a bigger role, and they're featuring him a hell of a lot more in this Eagles rushing attack. Give me Kenneth Gainwell. I'm slamming the over on Kenny G's rushing yards. That's going to do it. Those are my favorite props of the night for Super Bowl Sunday. I'll read them off to you here again. Give me the Eagles with the points, minus one and a half. I think they get it done. Jalen Hurts to me. Probably going to have a decent game. But my Super Bowl MVP, I'll give you a, a sneaky play here. My Super Bowl MVP on Sunday is the man who had his fingerprints all over the game in the NFC Championship matchup two weeks ago. Hassan Reddick, the edge rusher for the Philadelphia Eagles. He was their premier free agent signing this year. I think he continues to show his worth in the Super Bowl, and he's going to end up winning Super Bowl MVP. Before we get out of here, let's go to our man Captain Todd. In Houston. What's going on, Todd? Youngest in charge movement, man. What's going, What's going on? on? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. A huge fan, man. I, I love overtime, man. You're you're so great on overtime. I just love it. Yeah, I appreciate you, buddy. Uh yo, you are hundred percent correct on, on Hertz. Uh I hate the Eagles, man. I, I was born in eighty two <laughs> in DC. I hate the Eagles, yeah. but I, I gotta give them all sorts of credit from the GM all the way down. Hertz is good. A good dude needs a good quarterback, but I don't think they win, man. Really? Uh, okay. I I don't think they win, man. You know, so you just said just a minute ago, you're gonna take the under on Mahomes at what was it two ninety four and a half? Two ninety four and a half, yeah. He threw for three twenty six the last time he was out there on a hobbled ankle. Correct. 
but it wasn't against this ferocious Philadelphia Eagles defense. And that 294 would be the most he's ever thrown for in a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, but I think he's going to have two more weeks of healing. I think they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, Andy Reid is really going to want to put it to the Eagles. I, I just have this thing in the back of my head where Andy Reid is going, we got to beat these guys. We got to pull out all the stops, all the trick plays, whatever it is. Mahomes is going to be unleashed. He's going to have a lot more health. Uh, and, and I respect the Eagles. I respect what they've been doing. Their defense is great. Their offense is great. I just I just have this feeling that Mahomes is going to go out there and throw for 350, and they're going to just take it. I definitely think that's the script that Andy Reid and company would like to follow. I appreciate the call, Todd. Yeah, if, look, I feel and Todd's making me kind of maybe want to walk this back. It's so difficult trying to root against Patrick Mahomes. Remember for years, the, uh, the theory was that you never root against Brady. In 2023, the theory is that you never root against Patrick Mahomes. I just think it's tough uh, to see him coming out and having a less-than-stellar performance. But this Eagles defense, man, unlike anything the Chiefs have seen all year, I fully expect this group, talking about the Eagles defense, to put their fingerprints all over this football game. And they're going to dominate, man. They're going to dominate. And look, I'll say, I said it once, I'll say it again, man. Hassan Reddick, keep an eye out for him uh, to be your eventual Super Bowl MVP. All I know, man, we're in, a, we're in for a treat on Sunday. I can't wait to watch. Uh, we're almost halfway through the show though here tonight, so why don't we switch gears here a little bit? We'll keep things on the gridiron with the Washington Commanders. They made some headlines over the past 48 hours. When we come back, I'll let you hear from head coach Ron Rivera. He spoke out on Radio Row at the Super Bowl and had some strong comments on the team's quarterback situation. That's next on the fan. Standing reporting that, yeah, Josh Harris did in fact tour the facility. And boy, you know, to, to hear that this thing is gaining the steam that it's gaining here today specifically, super encouraging. Um, as a fan of this team, I think we all got to be ecstatic uh, about what we're hearing. And this latest news uh, from Ben Standing of the Athletic is is super huge. Uh, it's something that people definitely got to keep an eye on here moving forward. Uh, breaking news as we just came back here from the break. Josh Harris, according to Ben Standick of The Athletic, one of the uh, potential buyers for the Washington Commanders, he toured the facility uh, not too long ago. They don't have an exact date. They're saying recently uh, toured the facility. Uh, and they're, they're you know indicating that that's a strong interest, a strong signal of his interest in this football team. Two people that spoke to Ben under the condition of anonymity. And look, I understand it because whenever stuff like this is happening and things are about to go down, this is this is good. I'll say that this this is good. And this is like this is the second sign today, really. And we'll get to the first sign here coming up soon. Don't worry. Be patient. The second sign today. That this team, despite all of our doubts, despite all of our reservations about it actually happening, you know, the sale. The news we've got today, man, we are closer to a sale of the Washington Commanders than we've ever been. And that, that is good news. That is very good news. Um, Like I said, this really all started earlier this week. That's why I said earlier, Radio Row and some of the news that we were able to get from that and people's media availabilities, man, that is... 
That is huge. It's huge, some of the stuff we learned on Radio Row. And one of the things that we that we did learn was Charles Gasparino. Uh, he is a correspondent for Fox Business Network. He hopped on with Grant and Danny earlier in the week and had this to say about the potential timeline of the sale of this team. Take a listen. From what I understand, the league wants this thing done before the owners' meeting. Like they like to talk about it at the owners' meeting. Uh, I also understand that the league wants Bezos uh, in, in this because he's, you know, he's got the cash. You know what I'm saying? Very, I mean, he could pay cash for this. He doesn't need a lot of financing. Although there are other names I keep hearing bouncing around. Someone told me John Henry, formerly of the, uh, I guess he used to own the Red Sox, right? Uh-huh. Uh, John Henry was a commodities trader back in the day. Um, uh, Josh Harris. Who, who has a private equity firm used to be associated with Apollo. He does. He has a sports uh, part, private equity firm. He owns the Seventy Sixers. He could be a bidder. Um, but you know the the thinking is that it's Bezos um, who the league really wants because you know he's got he, he's he's a guy with money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now, why does Dan want to sell it? Well, I mean he's under pressure to sell it. Josh, excuse me, that's Charles Gasparino, senior correspondent uh, from Fox Business Network. He joined Grant and Danny two days ago and had that to say about a potential timeline of the sale of this team. Uh, If you're just joining us, we have breaking news coming back from the commercial break. Uh, The combination of Daniel Kaplan, the sports business reporter of The Athletic, and Ben Standing, they're reporting in combination uh, that Josh Harris, one of the prospective buyers for the Washington Commanders, he toured the facility uh, a couple, I don't even want to say a couple of weeks ago, but recently is, what, is the language that they're using in the report. He recently toured the facility, and that that is definitely a strong signal of his interest in buying this football team. Uh, Josh Harris, very familiar with the process of purchasing, purchasing a sports team. Uh, he's got ownership in the Philadelphia 76ers. He's got ownership in the New Jersey Devils, and he's also got ownership uh, – Crystal Palace, whatever the hell that is. I don't know what Crystal Palace is. But look, Josh Harris, somebody who is turning up the heat, so to speak. And the big thing, the big thing that I think isn't being talked about enough is the number that Daniel Snyder is potentially looking for. Seven million, seven, excuse me, it's not seven million. Seven billion dollars is the number that's constantly been rumored and discussed. And from that Charles Gasparino cut, if you're buying what he's selling, so to speak, and I would because he's very plugged in with the Snyders and he's plugged in in league circles because he's rich, of course, duh. Um, based off of what Charles is saying, the NFL wants this thing in motion before the owners' meetings uh, at, in the, at the end of March. March 26th through the 29th is the official dates. They want the ball rolling on this thing by then. And to hear that prospective buyers are potentially touring the facility, that lets me know we are a hell of a lot closer uh, than what some may know. And this is kind of what's been reported, right, is that things are going to be happening sooner rather than later. If it wasn't Super Bowl weekend, I think we'd know even more about this because the one thing the NFL is very purposeful about is the Super Bowl being the biggest event in the league, right? The Arizona Cardinals, they're currently in the process of trying to hire their next head coach. They've put their interview process on pause for the entirety of Super Bowl weekend because the NFL is king and they want that big game 
to be the biggest event that things that people are talking about, so to speak. With this sale and the potential sale of the Washington Commanders, man, we are we are closer than anybody could have ever imagined. We really are. I remember just a couple months ago, man, Bank of America was hired by the Snyders to go out and try to find and vet potential bidders, and we're here, man. We are here. The name that a lot of folks keep referencing uh, is Jeff Bezos, and Charles Gasparino referenced him as well. Jeff Bezos and Josh Harris are the two big names that have been uh, brought to the forefront publicly. There is a there is a consensus, so to speak, that Jeff Bezos, uh, when he does place his bid for the team, it is going to be one of the final bids that are placed uh, because he wants to go ahead and pretty much outbid his competition. This thing has got legs. We're moving here. This is no longer a situation uh, where we're just running on the hamster wheel. I am of the belief, and I'm starting to feel like Dan Snyder is tired of this. He's ready to move on. He's ready to cut his losses. And if somebody is willing to give him a check for $7 billion, I'm sure that's just icing on the proverbial cake for Daniel Snyder. This is real. This is real, man. For all the folks who questioned whether or not this was actually going to happen, for all the folks who had their doubt, and I can't blame you for having doubt, this is for you. Tonight is for you. The next 48 hours, and really... All of next week in Sports Talk Radio here locally, this is going to be, if not the A topic, the B topic. Because like I mentioned, we have gotten news on this sale here. All day long, news has been breaking. And this just the latest. Uh, According to Daniel Kaplan, sports business reporter for The Athletic, and Ben Standig, Josh Harris, prospective buyer uh, for the Washington Commanders, recently toured the Commanders facility uh, in Ashburn, that's according to two people familiar with the sale process. Man, that lets us know, man, the ball is rolling on this. As JR would say, business uh, is about to pick up. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, there's another layer. Let's peel back another layer of the onion, so to speak, when it comes to the commander's potential sale. New Broncos head coach Sean Payton was on Radio Row today and had some very, very interesting things to say about the potential sale of the team. We'll let you hear that next. This is the fam. No news sometimes with this thing is good news, but definitely the fact that we're getting news right now uh, is huge. Through a team spokesman, the commanders declined to comment uh, on anything related to a potential transaction, but... Uh, Josh Harris, amongst the name of other potential bidders, uh, including Byron Allen and, you know, his name, along with Jeff Bezos, continues to surface. But he is the first one uh, to visit the facility. And this is this is huge. Now, we also had some other news on the commander's ownership front. And this this cracked off and. Got going at about 5.30 Eastern time today, so we'll re-rack uh, Sean Payton here for you in a second. New Broncos head coach Sean Payton uh, joined Adam Shine in his show Time to Shine uh, on Radio Row out in Glendale. And we'll reset the situation here for you. Sean Payton's name was mentioned by Colin Cowherd about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, as a potential option for the Washington Commanders once the sale of the team goes through. It was a Diana Russini tweet that said there is one team 
waiting in the wings that's interested in Sean Payton. All they're waiting for is to get their ducks in a row, so to speak. And a lot of people at the time assumed she was talking about the Washington Commanders because of her ties to this facility, into this area. And based off of what Sean Payton had to say earlier today on Radio Row, pie in our face, because I know everyone was bashing Colin Cowherd and calling out the validity of his report, as well as Diana Rossini. Take a listen to Sean Payton, new Broncos head coach, talking about a potential ownership group reaching out to him about being the coach of the Commanders. For me, it was looking it was looking really closely at, at, at these teams, and then there was a, you know, there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington, and there there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that were getting ahead of the game, saying, wow. "Hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you?" And and so. There were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. Right? And, and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York so Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was one of the sad. six that was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, for there's a fifty year wait list <sighs> to get tickets. It's that sad. Was, that was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. Wow. Bombshell audio from New Broncos head coach Sean Payton confirming the report that came out about two weeks ago that a potential group of buyers reached out to Sean Payton and said, hey, look, let's we're trying to get ahead of the game here. If we get awarded this team, Sean, would you be interested in coming here to be the next head coach of the Washington Commanders? Now, obviously, Sean Payton ends up taking the job in Denver last week, so it's kind of... It's kind of a moot point, but not really, because there are a lot of a lot of nuggets to take away from what Sean Payton had to say. This, this really confirms a lot of things with me. This confirms a hell of a lot. And I'll start here. And this is not going to bode well for the current head man in charge. Hearing that audio from Sean Payton, the first thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is that prospective owners clearly think there needs to be a coaching change once the sale of this team goes through. Now, that's interesting. Not important. Just kidding. That's a Ron Rivera old adage. But look, the fact the fact of the matter is this confirms that whoever buys this team, Ron Rivera more likely than not not going to be in the future plans of this football team. So now we're in a situation heading into 2023 where not only is Ron coaching for his job, in some prospective owners' jobs, it's clear that it's already too late for Ron Rivera. There's no going back. There is no tomorrow. In the eyes of certain people, is that fair? Is that fair to Ron Rivera? 
the fact that new ownership before year four of his deal is already trying to replace him. How fair is that to Ron Rivera? I want to open up the phones on this. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listening lines. Plenty of news uh, coming in here within the last couple of hours regarding the potential sale of the Washington Commanders. The news that we just got about 10, 15 minutes ago, uh, according to Ben Standig and Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic, uh, prospective Commanders buyer Josh Harris recently toured the Commanders facility uh, as the deadline for that first bid uh, is slowly approaching. Uh, we also heard from Charles Gasparino of Fox Business Journal that, you know, the league, talking about the National Football League, wants the transaction to be damn near complete with the Washington Commanders by the time the league meetings roll around uh, at the end of March. But the big news, the big news that came out in the 5 o'clock hour that we're just now touching on, Sean Payton, current head coach, new head coach of the Denver Broncos, confirming the report from last week that prospective buyers of the Commanders did in fact reach out to Payton to gauge his interest in taking the job. And that's huge, man. And I'll continue to say this, and I know I'm not speaking for myself in this situation. I'm speaking for those of you who think like this. For the contingent of fans in this fan base that were hesitant and had doubt about whether or not this sale was actually going to happen, the past 48 hours for you have been heaven on earth. This is real. This is real. The news that we got about Josh Harris touring the facility, huge. The Sean Payton bite that we just played, the fact that he was actually reached out to by some potential bidders, huge. And it lets me know, man, not only only is the sale of this team imminent, it's very, very close to happening. My other takeaway was that, man, Poor Ron Rivera. Poor Ron Rivera. Going into year four of a five-year deal. Missing the playoffs for the second time in three seasons. His coaching ass is on the line heading into 2023. Not only is Ron coaching for his job next year. Hell, who knows if he even makes it to the start of the season. Because the way this thing is going, there are some people with a lot of money that are A-OK kissing old riverboat goodbye. The prospective owners of this football team, the folks that are putting up the billions to come buy this thing, one of their first orders of business, according to Sean Payton, is potentially finding the next head coach of this team. Now, the fact that Sean Payton is off of the market, what other options can be available for Washington? That's sexy, attractive, splash hire, so to speak. Because Sean Payton would have been just that. Sean Payton would have been just that. But now that he's off the market, and we know that new ownership will be looking for a coach, who would they be looking for? And my question is, and and I'm not being sarcastic or facetious, so to speak, when I ask this. How fair is it to Ron Rivera that a new ownership group, before a game even gets played in 2023, before they even have a conversation with Ron Rivera, how fair is it that they're already looking for his replacement before even getting to know the damn guy? How fair is it? 
1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Plenty of big news coming in here about the potential sale of the Washington Commanders. Jeff Kaplan, excuse me, Daniel Kaplan, a bed standing of the Athletic, uh, reporting in conjunction that Josh Harris, prospective buyer for the Washington Commanders, he toured the facility recently, and that means that his hat for damn sure is in the ring. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll re-rack the audio we just played for you. New Broncos head coach Sean Payton was on Radio Row earlier today and dropped a bombshell in respect to the Washington Commanders and the sale of this football team. Don't go anywhere. We'll let you hear that audio once again next. This is the fan. Josh Harris, according to reports, he visited the facility not too long ago. Uh, one of the key first steps uh, in an eventual sale of this football team. And Josh Harris uh, continuing to have his name get to the front of the line as one of the more serious buyers uh, when it comes to the Washington Commanders. Josh Harris, very well versed in purchasing sports teams. Uh, he's got ownership in the 76ers. He's got ownership in the New Jersey Devils as well. So this is not uh, Josh Harris's first rodeo. Definitely, definitely big time news, though, to hear uh, that he is officially, uh, have, he actually has toured the facility, uh, according to two people close to the situation. Uh, dealing with the sale of this football team. We're efforting right now to get Ben Standing on, uh, trying to get him on coming up at 9.15. We'll see if Ben is not drowning uh, in information right now as he just dropped this bombshell report uh, in combination with Daniel Kaplan. But, yeah, man, it is – business is picking up, man. That's really the only way I can describe it. We are closer now than ever to a sale of the Washington Commanders and – This wasn't the only news uh, regarding the sale of this football team that we had today. Uh, On Radio Row at about 5 o'clock Eastern time, 5.30 Eastern time, Sean Payton, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, had this to say about a potential sale of the Washington Commanders. It was looking looking really closely at, at, at these teams, and then there was a... You know, everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington. And there, there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on, that currently have bid on that team, that were getting ahead of the game saying, wow. hey, you know, if we get awarded this team, would you? And, and so there were a lot of different things at play. That's interesting. Right? And, and that's a place that's had great tradition. Like when I came into the league, Adam, my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York so Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah. That was one of the six. That was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, there's a 50-year wait list (sighs) to get tickets. It's sad. That was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. That is the hope. That's Sean Payton uh, on with Adam Shine on CBS Sports Show, uh, Time to Shine. I was out uh, on Radio Row earlier today, and the news we just got about 15 to 20 minutes ago, Josh Harris, prospective buyer 
of the Washington Commanders. According to reports, Ben Standick and Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic, they're reporting that Josh Harris did, in fact, visit the Commanders facility uh, here recently. Uh, spokespeople, spokespersons for Josh Harris and the Commanders both declining to comment. Shocker. Uh, but look, when, when Ben Standing says it's happened, it's happened. Ben Standing, uh, one of the best in the biz, has been all over this commander's ownership situation since we first got news of it. I want to go more into detail about what Sean Payton uh, had to say about this gig. And I gave you my first thoughts on the situation. When I, when I first initially heard that sound, the first thing that I think of is that clearly – Prospective owners think that it's time for a coaching change once this sale happens. Not only is Ron Rivera coaching for his job, you know, in some prospective owners' eyes, it, it could already be too late. The potential timeline on this sale, uh, we heard f- from our guy Charles Gasparino that, look, the league and the powers that be and the decision makers in their world, in their ideal scenario, this thing is completed a transaction's done. A complete sale has happened um, by March 26th through March 29th, the, the owners' meetings. Um, this is uh, this is something, man. This is something. The fact that this thing is moving so fast, the fact that this thing is moving so quickly, man, it only could be good news uh, for Commanders fans, man. This, is, this team is closer to being sold than what anyone could have possibly imagined, man. There's another part of this thing that I, that I think is extremely interesting as well. And I know it's hindsight because Sean Payton is already signed with Denver. The fact that it could have really been him. Did you hear the way Sean Payton was talking about the Commanders? Oh, I love the Commanders. It's one of the most richest franchises in all of professional sports, the history, the tradition. My uncle loved the Commanders. Blue, blue, blue. Sounds like Sean Payton might have been interested in the Washington Commanders. And I'll say this, and I know this is going to sting like hell to Commanders fans. If the sale of this team had already went through, you don't think the Washington job would have been far more attractive than the job that Sean Payton just committed himself to for the next six seasons in Denver? Come on, man. This is real. I'm not telling you anything that's groundbreaking. But now that we have this information and we've heard it from the horse's mouth, as a Commanders fan, this sucks like hell, man. I want Sean Payton. The hell with Ron Rivera. Nice guy. Love what he does in the community. But, man, Sean Payton? Here in D.C. with Sam Howell, potentially? Are you kidding? It's got all the makings of potential fireworks, man. It's got all the makings of potential fireworks. And now, now the fact that Sean's already signed in Denver, it's almost like a big what if. A big what if that we're going to have to sit with all offseason long. It sucks. It really does. And it's not, it's not because I hate Ron Rivera. It's not because I think he's done a poor job, which the argument can be made that he has. It's the fact that it's like comparing, it's like comparing a Corvette to a Ford Focus, right? 
both of these cars are proven that if they're treated properly and they, and they keep up maintenance, that they can get you from point A to point B. The thing is, with the Corvette, which is Sean Payton, not only am I going to get you from point A to point B, I'm going to collect some style points in the process as well. I could potentially groom your franchise quarterback for the next 15 years in the process. I don't know, man. This is, I did not expect this to be the topic of conversation that dominated our Friday night here on the fan. I really didn't. Absolutely stunned by the news uh, that has come out here in the past couple of hours. We'll reset things here quickly before we take a timeout. Uh, about 20 minutes ago, we found out from via Ben Standing and Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic uh, that prospective commander's owner, prospective commander's bidder, Josh Harris, uh, officially, not officially, according to reports, toured the facility not too long ago uh, as the first bid deadline approaches here. The fact that he's touring the facility, man, lets us know, man, Daniel Snyder's serious. This thing is happening. Despite what all the naysayers may believe, this sale, whether we like it or not, is happening. We also heard from Sean Payton, the new Broncos head coach. We heard from him on Radio Row, and he confirmed uh, a report from Colin Cowherd and Diana Rossini about mm, a week and a half ago that prospective owners, prospective buyers of the commanders were already doing their due diligence and seeing, hey, look, if we get awarded the commanders with our bid, Sean, would you be interested in coming here uh, and continuing your coaching career with the Burgundy and Gold? And Sean Payton was sounded like he was all for it. His uncle was a big fan of the commanders. He's got NFC East ties. According to some folks, he was a commanders fan growing up. It's a lot to dissect. It's a lot to get into. We'll do it here as we get ready to enter the final hour of power here on this Friday night edition of Overtime. We'll take a quick timeout when we come back. Your calls. I want to get your reaction on this. 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet at me as well. N-E-L-L underscore BTP. The only local radio show in town talking about the breaking news that just happened. Josh Harris, uh, prospective buyer of the Washington Commanders, toward the facility not too long ago. And Sean Payton, we found out in the 5 o'clock hour, was asked by prospective buyers of the team, would he be interested in coming to D.C.? Your calls next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.